welcome welcome weary traveler C come in come in hello how are you today oh i'm doing just fine but never mind me there's a stew cooking in the corner over there well, help yourself um would, would you mind obliging me for a moment i i am but an old uh wizened character uh but i do have some tales left to tell tell me a story all right, cool. You should play Monster Hunter. Oh. <laughs> I do want to play. Well, <clears throat> I don't know if I want to play Monster Hunter. I was actually literally just talking to you about why do people like Monster Hunter? I don't get it. I've tr I tried playing it once on my own and I just did not. It oh, didn't... well, that's where you messed up. Yeah. yeah. I, well, none of my friends played Monster Hunter, so I was the only one who had it. And I, everyone I knew around me was talking about it. But then exactly. the people that I actually play with don't play it. So, oh, we'll absolutely get to that. Uh, but first, uh, I am James, and I'm joined by Allison. Yeah, uh, and I'm specifically talking about Monster Hunter Rise today, as it's the newest one uh, in the series. Uh, came out in 2021, uh, with DLC coming out more recently, I believe, at the top of 2022. Um, and it is uh, a big monster. I don't know how much you know about Monster Hunter, but Monster Big, uh, you go smack monster uh, or shoot monster uh, and kill it and win. Yes, I have seen that part of Big Monster, Angry, and then also a d big upset Angry because Monster Hard as... Yes. <gasps> monster so fucking hard to beat. Like, oh my God. Some monster, very hard. Oh, do not like... Uh, but yeah, uh, at its core, that's what Monster Hunter is about. Uh, but there is a lot of extra stuff going on. And I have to imagine that's kind of where, when you're talking about having tried it earlier, that's where it kind of got lost in the weeds a little bit. Because there are so many additional systems and additional items you should be using and different things you should be preparing before you go into each fight uh, that it doesn't necessarily, the game isn't, always very good about telling you what options you have and what options you should be focusing on uh, until rise you mentioned in a previous episode that mmos make you upset because you feel like you're playing them wrong that is what this game did to me i got yes. so mad because i felt like i was just doing it wrong because it gives me like a billion and a half different items and then like I f there's like a whole like are you ready have you prepped i'm like i haven't done anything i'm supposed to prep what am i supposed to prep <laughs> there's prep work I, you gave me homework to do in a video game and like i just i genuinely felt like i had no idea what was going on exactly monster hunter is notoriously bad at that which is for i also for a while didn't mess with the series at all wasn't interested in any of the games um i got into the series at the tail end of when world was popular a, a few years after it had released uh, iceborne was already out the dlc for it uh, so i was a pretty late addition to the the monster hunter fan club uh but part of the reason i was able to really get into it is i had several friends who were already into the series they'd at least played world if not all of the earlier ones on the you know the the psp and the 3ds and all that um and the i don't think any of them had played the the original like monster hunter one or whatever the the playstation two or whatever mm -hmm. um 
but they were familiar enough with it that they could kind of guide me through and tell me, hey, these are the items you need. This is the way the kind of armor and weapon system works. Um, here's what to worry about and here's what not to. And that's how I was able to really get my foot in the door. However, Monster Hunter Rise, the newest one, does actually finally take some steps. World took a few steps, but Rise really took it further in taking the time to sit down and explain, okay, this series has been around for years and years. We've ha- we've added so many things. These are the things you need to worry about, and th- this is how to do it. There are sections of the menu where you can go back and read over what all these different things are, uh, and it'll tell you, it'll pop up the first time you experience it, uh, which again happens sometimes in World and happens sometimes in the other games, but they didn't make as much of a concerted effort to let you remember it and let you go back to it and talk about everything in detail. Uh, but Rise finally does. Uh, and I think that's really helpful for newcomers. In fact, I want to say Rise more than any other game has attracted a lot of new players recently. Um, again, similar pattern with World. It also attracted a lot of new people uh, by being a little bit more accessible. Uh, but Rise continues that trend uh, in just letting people learn how to play instead of just expecting that they already know how from having played the previous games or playing with friends. Uh, And so that's why I think you should play this one in particular, because it's much more approachable than any of the earlier ones. Neat. That is, honestly, that was always my biggest concern with trying to play another Monster Hunter game, because I have had friends, like, come and go who are like, oh, Monster Hunter's super dope. I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this game. It's just, it just felt so, uh, the easiest way I can put it is overwhelming, yes every aspect of itself uh what was the one that came out for the ps4 because that's the one that i played and own i think it was world i believe that would have been world yeah okay i played a little bit of that i played i honestly played a pretty decent chunk of it i'd say i played like a couple hours but even after that i still felt like i was just doing it wrong i had no idea what i was was getting slapped every single time i Mm. went out um i didn't know what half of the items did uh, the combat felt vaguely reminiscent of uh, Dark Souls and the like weight and movement and the rolliness of your player character and going up against a giant boss like that kind of felt vaguely familiar to me. But in, uh, like I just got one shot every single time. Like I, I literally just get absolutely stomped. I'm like, yeah, no, there's I'm barely making a dent in this guy. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely one of those games where if you don't know what you're doing, you can get slapped around really easily. Uh, but again, the the later games you play in the series, they will make more of an attempt to tell you, at the very least, why you just got your teeth kicked in. Yeah. Uh, and then you can go back and fix it and try it again. That sounds dope. Uh, and honestly, the fact that they just have a little bit more tutorial and a little bit more knowledge of like how to get started uh Mm -hmm. sounds really nice also this has always seemed like a game to me that like requires a buddy to play with like this does not seem like a game that you would play on your own yes it's definitely much more fun the more people you have the most fun i ever had playing monster hunter was in world when we had a group of four and we all got familiar with the weapons we used and we all got familiar with how everyone else played and we really worked as a unit to take down these big monsters uh because to to 
to back it up a little bit, uh, anyone who hasn't played Monster Hunter before or isn't very familiar, the basic loop of the game is you have this equipment that you can use. There's however many different weapon types, I think like 12 or 14 or something crazy like that now. It, it, they didn't always used to have that many. Um, but all of those weapons fundamentally change how you attack and how you move and how you um, how you can fight the monster and what strategies you should be using, what's safe and what isn't safe, how close you can get, stuff like that. Um, my favorite one is the big hammer that you just get up close and smack it in the face. Um, there's big swords, there's smaller knives that he hit, uh, very fast. Uh, there are bows and bow guns where you keep your distance, but even those different types of bows versus bow guns, they have different rates of fire and different special moves that you use to get yourself in better positions, stuff like that. Um, nobody likes the hunting horn. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Um, it's like the hammer, but you play music and it's worse. It's not actually worse. It's, it's very fun. Uh, I think that but... was actually one of the issues that I had was uh, when I play fantasy games or games with fantasy style weapons, um, my favorite thing to do is to play ranged DPS. I love playing with a bow. I love playing with a gun if, if that's included. Mm-hmm. But like ranged DPS is always my thing and not playing with someone else to tank for you makes you squishy, vulnerable and too close yeah that's difficult um and that's another one of the aspects of monster hunter that is important um if you uh go out on a quest again the basic loop is you have this equipment and you go out on different individual hunts the game tells you okay next you're going to fight this one monster it's pretty big you're gonna have to really prepare and stick to it uh, to kill this thing And so you go out there, you collect all the different items you need to survive, make health potions and traps and different uh, valuable uh, assistance. And then you go and fight this thing and you may win, you may not. Um, But if you do, or even if you don't, you find things around the world, you take them back to the, the base camp of wherever you are. And then you use the things you earned to make more powerful items, more powerful weapons, sets of armor uh, with more unique skills that let you um, build how powerful you are, not just raising the, oh, I can hit harder and I can defend more. Uh, But there are also skills that let you uh, trigger different effects, uh, skills that let you uh, move or dodge or do things easier or give you bonuses when you do certain things. Uh, And you can really match them up to the way you play the game and the weapon that you use. And Mm -hmm. so an important part of it is playing the game, not only with equipment that benefits you and learning all of the skills, which takes a long time uh, to learn which skills work best with what you're using, but also to pair up with other people who have other skills that work well with what they're using, but also that don't get in your way or that synergize with what you're doing. And it's it's almost like this complicated puzzle that you're trying to put together. Like one of my favorite parts of the game is building all these different armor sets because armor can give you crazy different unique skills. And every piece of armor has a different skill or a couple skills that it gives you. And so it is sometimes, but very rarely a good idea to just make all of the armor for the same set and wear it. More often than not, you'll make the helmet from this set, which gives me this skill, but I don't need all of it. I just need this little bit. And then I'll make the gloves from this set because it gives me this skill. And then I'll make the boots from this set and the legs from this set and the the chest from this set uh, and kind of mix them together 
and build the right weapon and just figure out what the build is. You, you, you got to build it up. Um, okay. And that is part of the reason that even though you're kind of fighting a lot of the same monsters over and over, you're doing it in different ways because you've built this library of skills that you have uh, that make you able to play the game in different ways and better. Um, and that that grind to earn all of those crafting ingredients and to discover the different types of armor and weapons that there are out there and mess around with them and figure out which one's the most fun uh, is is kind of the core of uh, why you play the game longer. The immediate moment to moment is there is a big, you know, dinosaur or uh, chicken. I I do not like the chicken. I do not like the Kuliyaku. Um, he makes me very mad. Um, but there, there are these big or like these fish monsters or these like massive rock monsters or whatever. Um, you're basically going into these massive boss battles and wearing away at these monsters over a, a pretty decent chunk of time. Most uh, yeah. quests. Yeah, I, I've definitely heard like friends who have like actually gotten into the game talk about uh, how sometimes like it, it's an hour, a couple hours for like a single boss. And I'm like, that's, that sounds intense. Maybe it wasn't that long, but it, like, it takes some, some decent time to like actually mm -hmm. whittle away at these big, big boys. Yeah. And I will say that also depends on how well, you know what you're doing. I want to say that most quests or most hunts in rise, uh, take about, they have a maximum cap of 50 minutes or an hour or something like that. You can do them and under that, especially if you know what you're doing and you've done it before and you've gotten mm -hmm. stronger since then. You can knock a fight out in a manner of minutes um, if you're really on top of it. But the harder ones and the, the later game ones and the ones that you really uh, build up to, they can take a good chunk of time, especially when they start saying, OK, well, now you're fighting two of these at the same time and they're in the same room with you. Mm. Um, and it, it gets very uh, challenging. But in a in like you said, in a Dark Souls kind of way where it's ah, there's this the big angry monster. I'm not necessarily good at fighting it right now, but if I keep doing it over and over and if I go do another fight and then come back to this, I will be more equipped to do it. And it'll be yeah. so satisfying when I finally do. And then you overcome that hump and then you can keep defeating the same monster over and over again and turn the parts you get from it into cooler weapons to go fight the next thing. That's actually kind of funny because I'm looking at the the Steam page right now. I do that while you talk about it because I like mm -hmm. getting visuals. Yeah. Um, one of the things that it says similar it's similar to games that I've played. One of the games that it lists is Elden Ring. Um, yeah, which is a wild comparison because really the games don't work the same way. No, it's it doesn't not seem a like go it. out and explore. Um, there are these big open worlds and in World and Rise specifically they made all the worlds interconnected. It used to be if I understand correctly in the older games these the open maps would be split into sections and there was a loading screen between each one, uh, but they were still connected in one big map. Now you can just run around the entire massive environment, but it's less about that and it's more about being able to track down this one particular monster. And this monster will run around through the environment every so often. So you experience it that way. But it's more about the combat and about the individual uh, mission than it is about the sort of Dark Souls going and exploring uh, kind of thing. Yeah, it kind of seems like you're jumping from Dark Souls boss to Dark Souls boss. Sort like, without of. The in with less of the in-between. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, that was one thing that actually kind of threw me one time whenever I was playing it of like I was working on a boss and then they just kind of said, 
bye and then ran mm-hmm. off and i was like uh and then it was like hey go chase them i was like oh yes weird that's not how i'm used to a lot of games working whenever mm-hmm. like i'm dealing with a boss it's like yes this is the boss room this is where you fight the boss mm-hmm. and then for it to be like yeah no he just kind of left you gotta go find him again it's like oh that's different but you're not dealing with like your typical well actually that's the funny thing is like most games your typical boss is like some weird rock monster like a giant chicken or a dragon or something Mm -hmm. um and you are still kind of fighting that but i feel like this treats it a little bit differently in that they're a little bit more realistic in that if you were stomping a dragon like heavily they just kind of leave yeah fly they just be like no i don't want to get hit anymore i'm just gonna go somewhere else exactly uh, monster hunter games make an effort to make these monsters you're hunting feel like creatures that exist in the world they can interact with different environments and some of them will have different places that they like to hang out more than others uh, and some of them will have unique ways that they uh, interact with certain things in the environment uh, and they run away from you and they pick fights with other monsters if they cross paths and stuff like that. And they'll just fall asleep sometimes and you get a little uh, bonus to try to attack them while they're uh, distracted. Uh, it's it's a really interesting way to approach this kind of because they, they could have very easily made it like you go into a boss room, you fight a boss. But that's not interesting. You know, it's more yeah. interesting to see these things as creatures in an environment that you are actually going and hunting you're monster hunting what a concept (laughs) um but no that's genuinely why i enjoy uh these games so much and rise also makes it to where you can move around a lot easier that was one of the big innovations with rise specifically um well two innovations one a little bit more so than the other the first thing is uh, the wire bug which did not exist in previous games it's basically a feature where uh you have these little bugs that you can kind of throw up into the air or throw out in front of you. And then you sort of Spider-Man grapple onto them and pull yourself forward. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It looks like Navi. Yeah, it kind of looks like Navi. But if Navi was then an anchor point where you could grapple onto and launch yourself into the air. <laughs> like Honestly, if you could hookshot Navi. Navi would have been so much more useful. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um, oh. that, but that lets you be uh, vertical and be fast in a way that you could really in previous games. Uh, you can jump up and reach new ledges, or you can use them to av- avoid a monster's attack. Uh, you can also use them with every weapon. There are different wire bug attacks you get. So if you want to sacrifice for a few seconds the ability to move quicker, uh, you can use a more powerful or more special attack. Neat. Um the other another new thing that they added is dogs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would. OK, that was actually a question I had of the one thing that I really vividly remember from playing uh, World for like the hour that I did is I like the character creator. It was fun. You get to make like a little cat person thing. Yes. What what is their purpose? So, yeah, for several games now, they've had these cats called Palicos. Um around the the, yeah (laughs) that's so cute (laughs) absolutely um but you have these little cats that you can give gear and such as well Uh, they're kind of like smaller half players it's kind of the game substitution for oh no one else is playing the game with me right now no one else is in my party i at least have this cat with a smaller sword that can kind of help me out 
Uh, so it's it's another source of uh, someone fighting alongside you. Okay, interesting. That's yeah. adorable. I love the idea of like a little halfling cat person with like a tiny sword just being like. <laughs> yes, it's absolutely adorable, and you can get the cutest costumes for them. It's fantastic. Uh, and in Rise, they added dogs as well. Palamutes, I think. That's um, adorable. Malamutes are some of my favorite dogs. They're so cute. Yes. Uh, they're great. And they're very large. And you can ride them around. They're basically yeah. a way of traveling faster. Uh, I believe they attack a little bit less effectively than the cats do. But it's that trade-off of you can't ride a cat. That would be ridiculous. Um, but you can <laughs> hop on the back of a dog uh, and have it run you around, uh, which helps you catch up with monsters a little bit easier. Like you said earlier, when it, you hurt it enough, it'll run away and kind of lick its wounds and recover. Um, you can hop on your dog and follow it faster than you could on foot. Um, so cool. it adds these new ways of moving around, too, uh, which was another thing that was kind of unapproachable uh, in earlier Monster Hunter games. If you didn't already know what you were supposed to do it was very oh this monster ran away now i have to do my thing and take a moment to sharpen my weapon and eat a bunch of health potions and stuff like that and then i have to go walk to where it is again and find it again um which which has its charm but it can get tedious after a while so in rise they made uh what a lot of people thought was a great addition of adding systems where you can get to this thing faster it keeps you in the action more yeah honestly that was something that i thought was kind of jarring because i'm so used to games like trying to keep you as in the action as possible as like as engaged as possible and then whenever it ran away i'm like the music died down and everything was just calm again i was like oh is it like oh did i do it and i was like no Mm -hmm. go find it and i was like okay uh cool and i just like started walking around um but being able to like hop on a dog and like follow it and like stay fast and active of like oh there it is i'm gonna go get it Mm -hmm. uh sounds a lot more engaging at least long term especially if i'm playing like on my own and i don't have like people to talk to as i'm like going to find this this monster yes and and that's why i would recommend rise more than anything else is it has all of these things in place where it's still the same Monster Hunter formula. It's still the same type of game that it always has been. But it's just made it a little easier to, if you aren't already familiar with it, you can kind of get on board and you can you can do the fun parts easier. It cuts out a little bit of the obtuse, opaque, uh, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm just kind of wandering around and not doing the right thing. Uh, it cuts a lot of that out. Um it's also really pretty. The textures, the texture work on it and on these monsters is absolutely insane. Yeah, it's great because it was a Switch game at first. It got uh, ported to the PC oh, not really? too long after that. But the Switch version is beautiful, even though oh. it's not incredibly high fidelity graphics. Uh, it looks pretty nice for what it's on. Uh, and it's just stylized in a nice way as well. All of the armor sets are are big and colorful and very kind of anime inspired a lot of them uh it's it's just this big bombastic game uh where you're you're in these wild suits of armor with these crazy weapons fighting these massive roaring monsters uh and if you take the time to get past the the weirdness about what you have to do to prepare and all the things that you have to do to get ready for it and all the different crafting you have to do and all the other things that kind of stand between you and the fighting 
once you get past all of that and you understand all of that and you know how to make that work for you, it's a very fun, epic game. That's a kind of trite word to use. Um, but I feel it, like it's it, fitting for this game, though. Like, I, it is I know very that, much so. like Epic Gamer has been like very, very much torn to shreds at this point, and as mm-hmm. far as like actual validity for how cool a thing is. But like, this game does genuinely feel like Epic is a good word for it. Uh, also, apparently, the PC port has its own textures and like mapping. It's yes. genuinely beautiful. Like I am like awestruck just staring at some of the textures on these monsters are so crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's coming to game pass soon. If you want to play it on the PC, uh, oh, pick totally. up the, the Xbox game pass, uh, check it out. Uh, yeah. I believe I want to say the ninth or something like that. January 9th. Um, which That's like... will probably be in the past when all of the, everyone else is hearing this episode. Yeah, no, uh, totally. oh, no, the 19th. Um, 19th. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so... even still, like that's that's very exciting. I actually 100% will pick this up if if it's coming to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then if you're interested in that, pick up the DLC Sunbreak. It adds a whole other story to it, which real quick, the story of Monster Hunter games is not really good or why <laughs> you play the games. But it does have it in the there. Focus. Yeah, it's not the focus uh, in in Rise and Sunbreak. It's a little bit more coherent than usual and then in past ones. Um, but it does add almost a whole other game's worth of content. So I heavily recommend you check both of those out if you if you power through the first one and you want more. Um, also, one final note, the music in these games is great. Uh, all of the later unique monsters have their own unique uh, fight music that when you hear it, you just get pumped up to, to be in this fight again. Um, it, it gives you cues to when the monster runs away, it, it stops playing the fight music and now it's playing the chase music. So it kind of cues you into what you should be doing next. Um, and it's just so well made. It's so energetic. And again, epic. You're doing these big boss battles with these these big booming tracks behind you. Uh, and it's just so much fun. You hit big monster with big hammer and it, it just really you, you get to you get to have a fun, violent time. Uh, and that's why I think you should play this game. I definitely will, especially since it's coming to Game Pass. Like, that is the easiest way to get me to play a game. Tell me I can play it for inexpensive. I'm there. But, like, genuinely, while you were talking about it, I was looking at it on the Steam store. I'm like, it's only $20 right now. <laughs> yeah, it's discounted since it's come out. Um, yeah, absolutely. Anyone who's interested, pick it up. See if you've got a friend to pick it up as well, because, again, even though you don't need to as much now in rides, it's still very helpful and it's just so much more fun. Um, Yeah, no, whenever it comes out on Game Pass, I will definitely pester you to show me the ropes a little bit. Absolutely. I love the game enough that I might, even though I've fully played through the main game and uh, Sunbreak's main story, I may just pick it up again to play through it again. It's it's just a blast. Well, if you do, let me know. I will play with you because you have you have sold me on it. This looks like a lot of fun. Fantastic. And I want my own dog. I have a dog. Yes. Zoom in earlier. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I like this. This looks really cool. It looks gorgeous. It looks fun. It looks exciting. Like genuinely, it looks like a really, really good time. I just want to actually understand what the going on yeah that, that's the hump you got to get over but once you do that 
absolutely worth it. And then I can go back and play the one that's on my PS4 and actually enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, except it'll feel a little bit slower because it doesn't have dogs in it. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> I paid for it. I need to get my money out of it. <laughs> exactly. It's I, I enjoy that one, too. It has a different yeah. kind of charm to it. Um, but sure. yeah, uh, regardless, thank you, everyone who's listened to this episode. I hope you go out and play it for yourself. Uh, but until our next episode, I've been James. I've been Allison. And we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>